Are you a podcaster that's trying to get to the next level or trying to grow your brand as a show or content provider? Let me introduce you to Podcorn.com, who boot to the face would like to thank for sponsoring this week's episode. Before signing up with Podcorn, it was an obstacle to not only find sponsors, but to find a brand that matched ours. For a young or even an established podcast trying to make their mark, it can be very discouraging at times. That's why we at Boot to the Face are excited to be partnering up with Podcorn, where in a short period of time, we had a quick response and opportunities presented to us. The prospect of being able to find potential sponsors turned things around and changed the game for us. Because of this, we wanted to share this fantastic opportunity with you as well. Podcorn is a great opportunity to connect with different brands that fit your demographic. It doesn't matter the size of your show, as shows of all sizes can participate in the Podcorn Benefit. Their mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control. A cool thing about Podcorn is there is no middleman. You will be able to search for and connect directly with the sponsors. The best part is that you will never lose the rights to your podcast and your brand, all while Podcorn helps ensure that you are protected and taken care of for the work that you do with each brand you select. So if you're looking to expand your brand, then look no further than this episode's show notes and click the link that will take you to podcorn.com where you can join us by signing up and starting your podcorn search today. Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to episode 90, Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast, with your hosts, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez. It is in your house day, obviously, we won't be able to talk about it until next week, but we will be previewing, what is it coming up, Backlash? Yes, sir. Talking AEW, talking NXT, talking a whole lot of wrestling and a whole lot of shit. First off, Marty, go ahead and tell everybody how they can find us. Well, you can pull open any podcast site that you follow, listen through, uh, iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, you can find us on Full Press Radio, you can um, follow us at boot to the face underscore on Instagram and boot to the face on Twitter, you can find me at Ebearded Master on both, and you can find Chris Rucker, two different names, Rucker2020 on Twitter, and uh, what's your Instagram? I don't have one. All right, that works. Solid <laughs> dynamite drop in there. I don't want people following me. I get tired of people. That's that's the running theme we're starting to have here. Like I'm just tired of people. Yep. People are. What do we got? People are fucking stupid. Is that what our thing? Do we have one week? of those this week? I don't. I don't know, man. There's too many. Like just people in general. Like, yeah. I was like, you know what? There's so many dumbasses out there. And so many people's stupid shit with everything going on. I'm like, I don't even want to do one this week. Because by doing one, then we're just going to bring down negativity of all the bullshit going on. Um, I mean, this is a blanket statement. Fuck the Hogans. Let's put it that way. Done. 
Oh, are we there now? Welcome to the party, pal. I mean, we've been there, but now it's like not just them; it's all fucking family. Like shit. If you, oh, if, yeah, if anybody, famous. if anybody was on the edge before this, I'm like, no, it was this and that. First of all, if you supported it and you were backlash and all of that, then you're a fucking shitty person. Like, let's be honest. You can respect what he did for the business, but if you think anything otherwise from what he is as a person, then you're a fucking delusional piece of shit. Let's just be honest here. Uh, but the fact that now this comes out about his ex-wife, like, obviously, circles run tight. Just call it what it is. It's There's no different, no changing, no defending. It is what it is. Uh, I actually had props, uh, props this week and respect to give. Um... You know, the, the whole AEW, Cody, the cons, the way that they've, they've been going about everything, um, just respect to them about everything. Uh, and especially the cons, um, just like banning it. Like, one, who cares? They're never going to be there in the first place. But yeah, I mean, that's 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 all PR. It like, is. But even ban Cody, somebody you know is going to be there. Ban Lisa Guerrero when she fucks up. Like, ban somebody that comes all the time. Right. Don't ban somebody that's like, oh, you're never allowed to go here. When was the last time you seen Linda Hogan in a fucking wrestling show? Exactly. So WrestleMania 3? Oh, wow. No. I'm just... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. Like, come on. That was such an empty thing to do. I mean, I get it, but... Whatever. There's a whole lot of posturing going on right now from a lot of different companies and people. But anyway, how was your week? I'm not gonna lie, dude. My, it's, it's been a shitty week from the beginning to the end. From work, personal life, woke up to some information and news this morning. It's just been a shitty week, but I want to bring down everything. Um, other than that, I'm looking forward to the next week. Yeah, same here. I've been working like crazy, getting home awfully late. I did randomly run into uh, my, I'll try to explain it quick. Let's see, my two best friends of the longest, like since I've moved to Georgia, one moved to Texas, one moved to, he's in L.A. now. Well, they just happen to randomly be here, but there's quarantine going on. So I'm at work, and I'm in and out of accounts, and I go into a restaurant. Guess who's there? (laughs) Both of them sitting there drinking. So for like the first time in almost 10 years, we were all in the same place together. I mean, we've hung out, like, individually, but never mm-hmm. the three of us. So that was cool That's for, pretty cool, for a actually. brief second. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know. Don't lie. The, the, they, they, were, they were stalking your route. They knew where you are going to be. They're like, oh, we know Rutgers going to stop for a whiskey at some point. Let's just go to and the then, stop. And then, of course, my wife asked as soon as I tell her, like, did y'all take a picture? And I'm like, no, fucking guys. Like, of course, we were too stupid to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time in, like, ten years we've all been together. Y'all probably all took a picture of your whiskeys, too. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh I did get another Sting NWO Wolfpack figure this week that I had to open and it looks even doper open. But I got it on a, a really good price because the box was messed up mm-hmm. that the guy had, so it was basically, you know, definitely worth it. So that was good. That's really the only thing I've bought this week. I realized listening to other people's podcasts this week that like People spend a lot of money on shit throughout the week. Like, I can't do that. Like, yeah. I'm not that invested into the... I mean, I like collecting stuff that is for my taste. But, like, people just buy everything. And, uh, I mean, if you can afford to do it. But I just... I'm not... I got too many other hobbies. I made a purchase this week. Um, it'll be here seven to ten days. And I'm not going to say what it is. But when it shows up, you'll know. Oh, it's one of those kind of things. Seven days. That's 
that's a week from now, hopefully. Let's hope. It's hope. Yep. So that's pretty much. I'm, I guess I should pull up the uh, the run sheet. I'm sorry. I'm I'm tired. Like I, we we were watching Dexter last night, and I fell asleep on the couch for like an hour. And then yeah. when I woke up, I couldn't go back to sleep. I um uh, I got home from work last night. I was already tired, and I had AEW and SmackDown to watch, and I still had and I I have finals due by Tuesday, so and they're all online right now. So basically, I've had to study and then have to try to get stuff done. But like it's due by like eleven thirty on Tuesday night. I get home from work around ten, so I gotta like try to get done Monday or tonight. So I've literally been studying all all night, trying to get my finals done, um, and then I, I I was trying to fall asleep while I was reading my textbook last night. So I'm like, oh fuck it, it's already it's gonna be like midnight already. Which I know we don't go to bed that early in the first place. I'm like, I, I'm gonna go to bed. I'll wake up early and I'll either have time just to chill and relax before we record, or I will be able to do some more studying beforehand. And I go to lay down to bed and I literally. Fell for like thirty minutes and then was up for like two hours and couldn't yeah. get back to sleep and it was son of a I I had like I don't use it very often but I had to pop out the melatonin last night like that's how bad it was I just need to sleep because at this point I'll be up in five hours and I need to be awake. Well, let's start talking some wrestling, Marty. People don't want to get bored with our lives. I could tell you how. No, I won't talk about that. I mean, we could talk about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're they're listening. They're listening. Speaking of, uh, we were talking about shitty people earlier. Let's talk about cool people for a minute. And the cool people is whoever's listening to this right now. We appreciate it. We put something out earlier in the week. Like, there's a million different wrestling podcasts. So, you've actually choosing to listen to Boot to the Face. We appreciate that. Even if you don't give us a rating on iTunes, like a little bitch. But, uh, <laughs> thank you. We, uh, we love it. We're, we're loving the downloads and the feedback and, the support we're getting from everybody it makes it it's not why we do it but it makes it fun to do it absolutely 100 percent. so anyway let's get to it let's get let's talk about what happened this week in wrestling first thing dominic sucks um yeah i agree i mean you put that down in the notes and i couldn't uh, like that do we really have to go any further no like, we don't have to go in at all i just like <laughs> i've been saying it for months ever since his stupid ass like appeared and oh, that weak ass frog splash he did to Lesnar. Shut the fuck up! Like, <laughs> don't, no, one nobody wants to hear Ray talk right now because Ray's talking out of the ass. Like Ray's like talking senility right now. It's like actually I like Ray's promos lately. Uh, I don't know. I think man. he's been really good. I think these have probably been some of the best promo work of his career because he really doesn't talk a lot. No, probably. I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't care, dude. Like, if you're going to retire, yeah. retire. It's whatever. You're just over the Ray Mysterio thing? Yeah. They, they do they, this every couple of years. They have a guy that's, you know, towards the end of his career and somebody's trying to put him out. But you are getting really good Seth Rollins at it. We this. are. And I'll get to that in a moment. But then Dominic's stupid ass pops in. And I won. Like, he doesn't look like a wrestler at all. He just looks like a dumbass that's. Looks like a child. Once gets slapped across the face. Like, yeah. I mean, we, you, you know what? Braun Strowman had a baby looking face when he first came out. He looks different now because he shaved up his head and beard trimmed up and cleaned it up. It looks a little bit more presentable. There ain't no helping Dominic. Let's just be honest. Dominic's fucked. But his <laughs> promos suck. His message is idiotic. It's just he's it's somebody's getting the opportunity because of who daddy is. And 
I don't. I, apparently, people love what he's doing backstage and his practice and training. Um, I don't know how I can ever support this guy or be it behind him. Um, and first, you guys asked me about Brock, and now he's gonna go up against Seth Rollins. All I gotta say is, I hope there's three curb stomps Sunday on that son of a bitch, and he just fucking smashes that face in. Boom! Call it a day. Get it out of there. The guy can't. I mean, it's ridiculous. You, shut well, I hate to break it to you, Marty, but. He's going to be the newest disciple of Seth Rollins, more than likely. You can already see the the hinting towards it. I think it was on Raw Talk. Seth was like, you know, Dominic needs a father figure in his life. He <laughs> needs a real leader. <laughs> so you can already see it coming. People have been talking about Dominic turning on Ray for almost a year now. So. I mean, we've been saying that. So, yeah, I agree. And that brings me to Seth Rollins. Everything they've done with Seth Rollins and changing his music and his uh, – I love Seth Rollins right now. Like, this is, I think this is the best Seth Rollins we have ever had. And the fact his music's completely different. They have, like, the Messiah montage and holy music kind of to go with it is fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty good. And speaking of them, I saw on social media, well, I don't know if he was there with her. I imagine he was. But Becky Lynch has been out during Black Lives Matter uh, protests. She hadn't really posted her pictures, but she's been posting videos and stuff like that. She posted this morning. She went blonde. Yeah, I saw that. Yep, yep. Anyways. I'm not mad at it. Back back to getting on page. Next up, Um, let's talk some WWE Women's Champions. Let's talk. So, in the notes here, you have Oscars greater than Charlotte, champion and wrestler, right? But... I let's let's just take Charlotte completely out of it. Let's talk about Bailey and Oscar. All right, Bailey and Oscar to me have both been deemed by the internet as underutilized and used incorrectly and won't get a push and blah blah blah. So I'm gonna run down just off the top of my head accomplishments. By okay, both hold on. We put a, before you do that because I have this down uh, for Oscar and Charlotte, and I actually would look like Bailey too. But Bailey's accomplishments don't quite meet the same as as um, as hmm. as Oscars. Uh, I think they're better. Hold on. Okay. Well, we can go that route. But you, if you you have Bailey's, then right? Okay. Well, then I'll, let me read. Uh, let me read. Uh, let me read these two numbers then. Okay. Um, Three hundred and twenty plus days as a champion in a, in the okay. second in the second title reign. Two hundred and forty two days as champion with four title reigns. 189 championships with five title reigns. So three titles, 11 reigns, 751 days and counting. And a Royal Rumble. Is that Rumble. Charlotte? That's Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. 522 days with one NXT title reign. 22 plus days with Raw one-time title reign. SmackDown title reign for one a one reign at 180 days. So four titles. Oh, and tag team championships with one time for 180 days. Four titles, four reigns, 823 days plus counting, Royal Rumble winner, and Money in the Bank Grand Slam champion. Uh, that's the comparison of Asuka and Charlotte. Mm. Now go ahead and, and say what you got in the, in the rundown for Bailey. All right, so I don't have the days as champion. It's not It's not you. anywhere close to both of those because I counted it. Well, I think cause she's fourth on the list because – uh, Becky was like at 650 or something around that, and Bailey was below that. 
Well, right now, Bailey just hit 300 days as SmackDown champion. And so she can't be too far behind Charlotte. She is. <laughs> because her, here's the thing, her Raw, or her, um, hold on, I actually got it right here. So SmackDown, she's at, she hit 380, okay? Um, actually, well, let's SmackDown Raw. Her Raw title reign, why is it not giving me this? Was only 75 days. Wow. So she's it only like, like a, it was longer she's than only that. She defended at, it at WrestleMania. Yeah. So she's only at like 450 days between right. those two championships. Um, tag team, she's had it a couple times, but they didn't have it very long because they only had the first time for like a month. Right. Um, month and a half or so, maybe two months. Let's see, they were the but first here, tag team. Boss, 49 days for that. Let's and do this. She, she, her NXT title reign wasn't as long either. So she's an NXT champion. She's mm-hmm. a Raw Women's Champion. She's a SmackDown Women's Champion. She's a tag team champion twice over and a Money in the Bank winner. Mm-hmm. And the first female Grand Slam champion and the first female champion to have a singles title and the tag titles. So just looking at the accomplishments of all, yes, it's professional wrestling. But to say that Oscar and Bailey don't get pushed when their numbers are comparable to the most overpushed woman in wrestling is just asinine. Like just crazy Better. to me. And I, I'm tired of I'm tired of I'm tired of people bitching about it. Like and now you got people complaining that Alexa Bliss is getting buried when she was the champion of the division for like three years straight, like just beating everybody. Like everybody can't win all the time. I don't understand what people want. You know what I mean? Like you just read down the list of accomplishments and they're all like if there was a real legit Hall of Fame, they would all be in it first ballot. So explain to me what the problem is. Like what are people not seeing? I don't know. And here's the thing, like I think I have never felt Bailey was underutilized. I felt like they've done or like not given the opportunity she was uninteresting that's that I right thought. there boom it, it was the fact that her her character wasn't drawing the attention that people wanted but overlooking what she was actually doing and yeah there was opera there was times when she wasn't doing anything you know we were asking where she was and what she was doing and not being seen i mean she was never injured so it's not like she was off air for that but it's because of other people being pushed non-stop they might have been overlooking her but then when they're not being pushed Bailey's champion the entire time. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just her character and the, the programs that they have her doing just aren't memorable or aren't good. So I think people, when they see what she's doing and it's not good, they're putting it as her not being pushed. And that is the exact opposite. If she's on TV and consistently and has a Always. title for that much, guess what, people? She's being pushed. So we ran a poll. They got 112 votes. Who has the better career, even though the internet tells you they aren't being used properly? Do you know who won? Have you looked at the poll? I didn't even know that poll was posted. I, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah. Well, what was the, what, you, what were the options? Oscar and Bailey. Who and, has the better the better career? And then I listed their accomplishments. Oscar, Grand Slam champ, Royal Rumble winner, Money in the Bank winner. Bailey, Grand Slam, Money in the Bank, first woman to hold women's title and tag titles and I'm guessing people are going to say Oscar. 61% of people agreed with you. So 61% of people think 
Oscar has had the better career thus far to Bailey. Well, but my and thing it kind of goes to start off. Look at her start off her career. She had the undefeated streak for what three years, going through NXT and then on to SmackDown or the main roster with the NXT title that whole time. Um, and that, that's what people like look at. Whereas Bailey doesn't have, despite her having like right now, her, she's been over a year with as a champion, but it's overlooked. Um, could that be? And is it people overlook it because of the fact that the champion for over a year on the other brand was Becky Lynch? Possibly. Uh, is it overlooked because Bailey or Charlotte was always around, and people just see Charlotte and overlook Becky or uh, Bailey? Possibly. Uh, I think that the the people don't really look at all the different metrics that are going on. When you look at overall, I think that what Oscar has done stands out more. Which is why it resonates more with people as far as having a better or better career thus far. You know, it just dawned on me, and this is going to kill me to say this out loud. I probably shouldn't even do it. But as of right now, the most least relevant member of the Four Horsewomen is Sasha. And it's been that way for it. She, to me, she feels like the biggest star. At well, no, Becky's obviously the biggest star, but Sasha just has a different swagger about her than the rest of them. But if you look at storyline championships and stuff like that, like she's the least relevant one out of all of them. Wow, that sucks. Yep. Speaking of the blueprint, the goat, the boss. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Blue Mini. What? We're talking about Jay Z. Talking about Jay Z right now. Blueprint one, Friday, or Blueprint two. I thought we were talking about Matt Morgan. Uh, this Friday on SmackDown, we had a title change. The first title change in a while since like what WrestleMania? No, since Wednesday. Well, Wednesday's NXT. It's still wrestling, man. Still that wasn't WWE. a title change. That was a title victory. Nobody actually had the title. But the title changed hands from it being inactive to being a new champion. That's not a title change, Mark. It Quit is. using semantics. The first time, well, no, Cedric Alexander won the title. Like it's Cedric Alexander, uh, Apollo Cruz won the title a week before, like, two weeks ago. So I'm an asshole. He literally uh, got the Santana Gate <laughs> Award for winning championship yeah. last week. It just shows you how old I am with my memory. <laughs> but <laughs> the, <laughs> the Boston Hug Connection win the tag team titles by beating Alexa Bliss and Nikki out of nowhere. I thought they were having a few with the Iconics. Okay, here's what I have to say about this. Yeah, exactly. We're the icon. I thought the Iconics were in this picture, and I thought Iconics were winning them belts back, uh, which sucks if they do because I can see that happening and being pretty quick. Um, but a couple things about that. I love the fact that they won the titles. I'm, I love Alexa Bliss, and I love Nikki Cross, and I'm a fan of theirs, and titles on Alexa, I'm all for. Um, I like that Sasha got the win. Okay. You don't hear me saying that often. I'm glad that Sasha is the one, or Sasha is the one that got Sasha. the win here. I hate the fact that Nikki is the one to take the pin. They made Alexa take the win to get the titles, and they make Nikki take the loss to lose the titles. Um, and that just doesn't sit well, man. I think that you have a star in the making with Nikki Cross, and they need to do it right to build her up. And when you have Nick uh, Alexa Bliss as her tag team partner, her friend, you have her there to help elevate her to that next level. And I think that they keep doing things with Nikki that just kind of keep her in place and hold her back. 
So that's the only, that was the only negative I had on that match. I mean, I don't think anything they did in that match meant anything for the storyline. I think the storyline was all about Sasha and Bailey, and it's just leading to either a turn of one of them, which I hope they don't do. I hope they just keep teasing this shit for years and people just get frustrated and get mad. And I mean, they've already been doing that for years. Exactly. And right now I'm already over that. Bailey's still the champ. Like she's a, a singles champion. So why can't she lose eventually? And then Sasha get the title and they still remain friends and they still tease the jealousy angle, but it never actually happens. I mean, what's wrong with people just being friends and being happy for happy for each other? That well, if that was the case, then it'd be great. But that's not the case. How like, do you know? Because they show that shit, man. Like even Sasha got butt hurt during this match because Bailey fucking kicked her out of the ring. Like you saw it. Like I thought she was going to turn on her. Then. Like a good tag team partner, uh, she ran in, broke up the pin, pulled her partner to the corner, tagged her, and then got why? in and got the because, win. Because because she wanted the glory, glory hog. No. Because she wanted the title. Um, you sound like Corey like, Graves a couple weeks like, ago. You need to get like, like Corey Chris Graves. Have you noticed shows. how Corey Graves is completely did a 180 on Sasha? Yes. Yes. Like, when did that start? I rarely listened to the commentary on SmackDown. I don't know. I, I try to tune Corey Graves out most times. Uh, before we go to break, let's talk about... I love how you just kind of blow over that comment, by the way. I, I'm not going to pay attention <laughs> to it. We... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we brought it up a second ago. Del Fantasmo. Alhio Del Fantasmo. Wins the Cruiserweight Championship and Drake Maverick gets the contract. A lot of people had a problem with this. They said the WWE's using firing people as an angle and blah, Fuck blah, Leo blah. Rush. It ain't just him, but I people were bitching few. about it. Uh, I mean, I don't care. Like, yeah. you're supposed to use real life stuff as a storyline. Like, I mean, they're not. Those are the same people who don't give a shit or aren't pissed off about them using drunk driving as a story in the Jeff Hardy story. Like, get over it, dude. Like, fucking whatever. That's. I mean, how many? How many of these released superstars are getting over on their own right now for being released? Mm-hmm. Why can't the WWE get characters over for being released? It's simple as that. You knew the second that he was released. That they were going to use this story to push Drake, Ma- Drake Maverick. And him doing so got him a contract to stay with his, to basically be brought back with the company. So he earned his spot back in the company by having a great outing. Guess what? You guys should be doing the same thing. Try to get your job back. It doesn't hurt. The crazy thing about the entire angle, though, is his contract after losing seemed like it was more important than El Fantasmo winning the fucking title. Like, that was the biggest story, um, Drake Maverick. I, I, when- I don't know. I kind of, a little back and forth on that because I I felt like they give the, the Cruiserweight title its opportunity. Because, and the, what made the contract bigger than what it was was the, was the commentary because there was no big presentation. Triple H just came out, gave put his hand on, shook his hand, and gave him the contract and walked out. If if Hunter would have had like a promo and mic in hand to do it, then I would have said been one hundred percent agreement with you on like they were giving that a bigger sighting and stage than the title. Um, I I felt that him them giving him like his farewell walk was bigger than than the win, and I think that's the difference. First off, who signs a contract? 
to be a professional wrestler without letting their lawyer or somebody look over it. He just immediately put his name on it. Little did he know he didn't read the fine print like Drake Maverick janitorial services for the WWE. Like he's gonna be cleaning the shit house all next week now. Congrats, Drake, on your new job. Idiot. I mean, it's a paycheck. It's a paycheck. Ross anyway, is in the work right now. Impact. <laughs> so everybody else is going, which we're gonna <laughs> talk about in a minute. We'll talk about that after the break. This is Boot to the Face, episode 90. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 90. Here on full press coverage, on iTunes, on Spreaker, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio. What else we got out there? Google Podcast. Uh, Stitcher. Uh, your mom's car radio. Like it's on. It's on everything. And while we're back, let's get into the wrestler of the week. Man, we had a lot of we had we had a lot of contenders for. No, this. we didn't. Um, After Wednesday night, about nine fifteen, this shit was a wrap. Like <laughs> everybody already knows who the selection is, Marty. This is not complicated. And- Finally, breaks the losing streak. This is more exciting than Kurt Hawkins losing his or breaking his streak because, well, it's Santana Garrett. She got her win in a dominating fashion against Aaliyah. Oh, wait, wait. I would not say dominating. Aaliyah kicked her ass most of the match, and then she got pissed off at the end and, like, hulked up and beat the shit out of her. But don't say she dominated her. That was a dominating finish. We'll say she that. dominated like the last forty-five seconds. Dominating yes. finish. A dominating finish. Robert um, Stone out there looking like Tony Khan's little brother, <laughs> with his hair all disheveled and shit. Which brings me to my next, my fantasy book in here. Ooh, say it. I know Robert Stone say. just got fired. Mm-hmm. Santana Garrett beat his next prospect. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the first NXT Tag Team Champions? Chelsea Aaliyah Green. and Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green and Santana Garrett. But why would she... Th- Chelsea Green's a heel. Did you not see Santana heel or... Hold on, though. Sam won. Santana Garrett hulked up at the end. Showing she's got a, do- got a, a, you know, kind of some bit of a fury behind her there. And Chelsea Green, I don't know. She she dropped dropped his ass right then and there. That could mean two things. Yeah, she can go full heel with it. Or it could be a turn for her of, I I don't need this douchebag. I got this. I'm good. Here's the thing. Santana is a heel I like, but she's got to change up her offense. Like, she does too many flips and shit like that to be a heel. Like, I like all that. She only did two flips this week. But her arsenal has a shitload of flips in it. You know what, Right? She does a lot of gymnastic stuff. That's not heel stuff. I mean, she can do it. Like, we've seen her do it. But my thing that I kind of took away from it was Robert Stone's out there trying to get Aaliyah, and he watched Santana beat her right in the middle of the ring. Maybe Santana's his next client. I, that could be it, too. Either way, I think that Chelsea Green and Santana Garrett are on a trajectory to be together again. And I think that is fan-fucking-tastic. I think we're full of shit, and we both just like her, and she wasn't even part of the main storyline right there. She just happened to be the person that they used. Why you got to ruin this for me, man? I'm just saying. Why you got to ruin this for me? Let me celebrate this win until next week when they give her another loss. Come on, man. <laughs> she won't be on TV for a month now. She got to win. And never Bullshit. Her off TV. Bullshit. She's been on every episode of Raw and SmackDown for the last two weeks more than anybody crowd. else. And uh, Hey, 
It is what it is. You could wear a boot to the face shirt, Santana. We won't be mad. I mean, I you mean, might get fined. I, well, I'll send her. I'll send her. Pla- I'll send her a couple. I'll send her each shirt. Boom. Baddest man on the planet. What does that mean? Baddest man on the planet. Did you watch Dynamite this week? Uh. No. Okay. Chris Jericho. <laughs> no, I did. I just Chris didn't watch Jericho all of it. Called out the baddest man in the planet. He doesn't want Mike Tyson next week. He doesn't want Mike Tyson at Fighter Fest. He wants Mike Tyson right now. Bring out the baddest man on the planet, and he wants to face him face to face. Didn't Jericho fight like Colt Cabana this week or something like that? Yeah, he did. But who came out when the baddest man on the planet was called out? Sammy Guevara. It wasn't Mike Tyson. It was, I don't know. It was the man, Orange Cassidy. Came oh, out that's right. He did. To I the did baddest see that. Okay. man yeah. on the planet call. And I was like. Wait, are you an Orange Cassidy I fan did. now? I did. Is that what's happening here? I like it. I like it. <laughs> wow. Marty has come around. I bet if we were to rewind it right now in like two months, you'd have no problem buying that Orange Cassidy shirt for WrestleMania T-shirt week. Instead, yep. you had to get a Brock Lesnar shirt. I mean, it was WrestleMania. So Orange Cassidy and Jericho, that, you know, when you reminded me of what happened, it looks like they're about to start like a little beef between the inner circle and the best friends. But, I think uh, <laughs> A Jericho and Orange Cassidy match would be fantastic. I mean, Jericho knows what he's doing to work with somebody like Orange Cassidy to make him look good. I mean, could you just not see every time that Orange Cassidy does something, Jericho just going to start screaming and yelling at him, you stupid idiot, take your hands out of your pocket. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. I'm the best in the world. Oh, gosh. That'd be, oh, that'd be such an awesome match. I'm not going to lie. I would yeah. love it. I'm looking forward to that. That uh, I can't believe I forgot about it. As soon as you said, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah!" And the way the best friends like pulled him over the barricade and got the hell out of there, like that whole thing. Was, AEW's doing a really good job during the pandemic. If I hadn't said that already, like I, I like their shows for the most part. They're Mark. easy to watch, Mark. and yeah, that's me. I'm just kidding. I don't know what happened there. I apologize. Speaking of easy to watch, here's the opposite of that because I can't find it. Anywhere on television. I look for it on YouTube and I, mean, I get little they're, clips. They're recording episodes somewhere. I get on Twitch like everybody tells me to. And all it's playing is fucking Sting versus Kurt Angle from 2007. Impact Wrestling. They teased a promo of signing a shitload of WWE talent. I actually saw this promo a couple weeks ago. And it's been somebody else has added on to it. But in the promo you had guys like EC3... Maria and Mike Bennett. Um, what's your boy's name? Rusev uh, Day. You got, Luke, you got the, the Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Eric Aiden Young. English. Hawkins. Uh, even Drake, uh, Drake Maverick was on there at first, too. But obviously, yeah, well, we know that's no, not that's happening. gone by the wayside. EC3. And EC3's been hinting that he could be. Um, and the Bulgarian flag was on there. Yeah, and did you see Rusev, have you seen Rusev's response to it? He was on TikTok with Lana, wasn't he? 
well, his response on it was like, I, I didn't, I did I just saw Bulgarian flag. It could be any other Bulgarian. I don't know anything about it. That son of a bitch is going to impact. <laughs> that motherfucker's going to impact. Him and Moose, that. him and Moose are going to be fighting by the end of the summer for the heavyweight championship. EC3 just released a video yesterday of him watching the video that we're talking about. And then it's got his little, like, promo shit at the end of it. So I think it's he's made his decision already. That he's going he's back going to home. impact. He's going home. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I just wish I could, you know, Impact's got a lot of good stuff going on. They have a really good women's division. Um, I like Moose's whole thing, dressing up like the ultimate warrior that I've been seeing. The fact that he's got the old TNA world title, because tell me about Tessa Blanchard. What do you know about this situation? All right. So, I know I have in the notes in the news. <clears throat> Impact's making an announcement this week on Tuesday right. regarding Impact World, or Impact Championship. From what it sounds like is that there's a possibility that she's probably going to be stripped of her title. Um, mm-hmm. She's in Mexico with her fiance, mm-hmm. living there, and it sounds like she hasn't been back in months because of traveling internationally. Even though it's Mexico, it's still considered international travel. Um, she's well, not that's there. Another, that's she, another nation, Marty. I know that, but I'm just saying it's like it's literally fucking connected to the states. It's, it's still, still a different it's still country. North America. Um, Either way, I, I, I understand that. There's still a fucking border you can drive across. Um, but there's, there, obviously she's not there to defend her title. So if she's not going to be there and can't continue to come, then they're going to have to do something to the title. And so I feel like there's going to be an announcement, uh, probably a relinquishing of titles uh, from, from Tessa. And then you don't have to have another intergender match or anything like that. To where, does, part of- where, do, where does Selena De Laurenta live? Uh, in the states, I think. I don't. I don't so know. how are they like out doing photo shoots together and whatnot if they can't travel to one another? Oh well, maybe she's in Mexico also. But she goes to. I don't know. The whole thing's confusing, and nobody's really saying or talking about it. So I guess Wednesday, you have to watch it if you can, because who the hell has access TV now? I don't, and I have Comcast. I mean, I have access TV, but I barely find him. The impact that pops up on there is like two weeks old. So I guess I'll guess i find out what happens with Tessa's announcement, or the Impact Championship announcement this week, uh, the week of Slammiversary. What a fucking letdown her title run has been. The first woman to win a heavyweight main championship in a promotion and yeah, I know COVID had a little bit to do with it. Also, her racism had a lot to do with it. So I mean, that basically her her that also yeah. her title reign started with literally hours after that. Man, just like what a shitty title run that's been. It's supposed to be historic, and it's so forgotten. I like, mean, it's historically horrible. Yeah, historically forgettable. Like I'd rather Sammy Callahan's little short ass still had the title. I'd rather Sammy Guevara had the fucking title. Oh, now you're a Spanish God fan, too? No, I did not say that. I did not say that. Don't even put those fucking... Because that's not going to happen, especially after this week's horrendous fucking concert or... Oh, carry that kid's going to be big. Give it two years. He's going to be the biggest star in AEW. Mark it down right now. Episode six, 90. 6 7 22. We're going to be talking on episode 200 and that Sammy Guevara is no longer in the industry. Hmm. I'm just joking. You're lucky he won't be in the WWE main event in WrestleMania. I said it. That dude is going to be a star. I'm telling you, Marty. You might not like it, but you're going to learn to love it. 
episode 200, we'll be talking about him. We will. And but we'll come back be. to episode 90, where I told you he was going to be the biggest star in AEW. Bigger than Hangman. Bigger than Whoa. Cody. Whoa. Bigger than Moxley. You biggest just... star in AEW 2022. Ladies and gentlemen. Sammy Guevara. We now get Chris Rucker drunk. Nope. Actually, I'm sober. That's probably the problem. That's probably because you're talking at your ass right now. Fucking double up that bottle and shoot it back. Cause holy oh, shit. I, got, I got some ribeyes and New York strips marinating right now with that Montreal steak season. I'm going to throw in the grill when we get done with this. Thinking about Sammy Guevara as the fucking AEW world champion. It's going to be fantastic. I might even drink a Modelo. Break? <laughs> no, we ain't going to fucking break. <laughs> Possible villain enterprises feuding with the elite. What is this about? Yeah. So, well, there was an interview this week with Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon's been basically getting himself over the last couple of weeks. Um, they don't know when they re- when ROH is returning. Like they don't. Apparently, they're doing whatever they can to have some content out there. Marty's been returning. I've uh, been on BTE. Obviously, TN or uh, AEW still wrestling. That there's there's just rumors that and spreading and flip kind of added fuel to the fire without really saying anything because it's not his baby. So he doesn't want to give away too much on it. But Marty's got everything under control and Marty's making things happen. Uh, per, I think that we might see the crossover with ROH and AEW, and I think it's going to be more, Villain Enterprise and the Elite. And I don't think Ring of Honor can really say anything about it because it's be the only new content. Of their brand getting over. And at this point, they kind of need whatever they can get so people don't completely forget them more than they already are. Um, hell, they got to get their people played somehow. Then if that's going to get them over to AEW. Then if it's going to be the Elite versus Inter- or, uh, versus the Villain Enterprise, fucking bring it. There's got to be something special planned for the first show <clears throat> that's back in front of a crowd. And if it's not Villain Enterprise attacking the Elite out of nowhere... Without rumors, without Ryan Satin and fucking the rest of them spoiling it for us. That would be probably the biggest reaction ever. Like, I was at NWA when Marty showed up. And that was the most unexpected thing I can remember. Like, we were all in the crowd talking about we thought it was going to be Sting and other people like that. Marty showed up. If he shows up at the first AEW event in front of the crowd again and attacks, like, the Young Bucks and Cody and Kenny Omega and, oh my god. The roof would literally fucking blow off. It would that'd be, be a lot of fun. That'd be awesome. I hope it happens. I still wouldn't watch ROH, but that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, most people don't, so that's the problem. Most um, people can't. They're worse than Impact. Well, they ain't re- at least Impact's recording shit and you can't find it. Ring of Honor isn't recording anything. You will not have any Ring of Honor wrestlers on this show. Not by us, but because we shit on them constantly and they don't like us, I guess. Jinder Mahal's injured again. Stopping a possible feud with McIntyre. What'd he hurt? His ankle. Or his knee. His ankle or his knee. His, I think it's his knees injured again or something. Either way, his, his vagina's hurt. He can't wrestle. I don't know. It's. You know who is feuding with McIntyre right now, though? Bobby Lashley. Which is a much better feud than... I saw a a rumor, which I, I don't deal with too much, but I clicked the link just because of the two pictures that were on there, 
apparently people backstage in WWE are really getting momentum behind Lashley versus Lesnar. SummerSlam. I've only been saying it fucking three years. Like, nobody listens to me around here. I think that we're going to get that feud. I think Bobby Lashley's going to become champion. I think Lashley's going to beat McIntyre and then feud with Lesnar and beat him also. Oh, I don't know if Lesnar's going to lose, though. He's going to come out. He's going to come out and and beat Bobby Lashley faster than he beat Kofi. Now you're just being racist. Really? (laughs) Wow. What other fucking reason would you say something like that? Because he, because being fucking Kofi Kingston was the fastest win he's had. And you think he's going to beat Lashley faster than that? Yes, because it's going to be that surprising. Weeks. What if Lashley beats him that fast? Then fuck, that'd be even more surprising. What if, yeah, they just run at each other and Lashley spears the shit out of him and pins him. I mean, we could tell we have already seen that that fucking Brock Lesnar can't take a fucking spear, whether it's well, Goldberg, it depends on who's giving whether it it's to Roman. Him. Like the motherfucker can't take a spear worth shit. Like he, you give a spear to Brock Lesnar, his bitch ass is going down. Nick Aldis wants a program with Curtis. Did you? Is this a typo? No, Curtis dude. Axel. That's fucking shit. Why the fuck would he want that? Right. Like I saw that shit and I'm like, okay, this is big. Like, fucking like, how how desperate is Nick Aldis to where he wants oh, a feud with Curtis I say Axel? That. Hold on, I think he's doing fantastic. No, no, they don't have no, shit no. going on. That's right what now. I mean. How desperate is he for a feud that he wants one with Curtis Axel? Curtis Axel can go. Ah. Who? Anyways, you remember when The Rock came back a couple years ago? You know, know who he was training with? Yeah, he was Curtis Axel. I know that. I know that. And he's always Curtis Axel's technically still in the 2017 Royal Rumble. Like he never got eliminated. <laughs> I like Curtis Axel, uh, but I just don't. I don't see a few with him and Nick Aldis being something worth tuning in for. Um, yeah, apparently so it's just going to leave Marty and it in, comes in back to the fact that I guess they they started in the industry together back in 07 or whatever it was. Like they came up in the ranks with each other back when he was Joe Hennig or as Joe Hennig, you know, not Curtis Axel. So I think they just a history together. Exactly. So he's got history with this guy and wants something going on there. Well, what about the history you have with the other guy from England that you're best friends with? Exactly. You just mentioned it. Does, they had it, a match it, scheduled. Yeah, for the championship. Like what the fuck? Give me that match. Give me Marty Scurll beating Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Heavyweight oh. Championship, mm-hmm. and then right he there. invades AEW, and that's his Marty story. Marty Scurll is like the Buffalo Bills of pro wrestling. Son of a bitch. Like, he always gets to the dance, and he never actually wins. What is he, like 0-17 in world title matches? He can win a six-man title. He can win a never open weight or lightweight title, whatever he won in New Japan. But as far as the championship, he just doesn't have the goods. Not going to happen. Marty has tuned out. I'm surprised his headphones are still on. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. And we'll be back with more Marty Skrull slander after these 60 seconds. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Episode 90. Boo to the face. We'd like, as boo to the face, to send our apologies to Marty Skrull about that slander that was thrown his way by Marty Vasquez before the break. Uh, oh, fuck. I, Don't Rucker put that think, shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I happen to think that you deserve a world title run. 
but Marty, you know, he's jealous because y'all have the same name or something like that. I don't, I don't know what it is. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna play that shit. All right. <laughs> Marty Skrull is world champ. Get the fuck out of here. You might as well put the title on Santana Garrett. Again, I'm not getting a disagreement from me here. <laughs> I, I that made was sarcasm I, though. As <laughs> long as I said it, that's all that matters. Right? Mar- Marty, Marty's <laughs> champions, Santana's champion. Fucking the world's falling into place. We need oh, a, the world to come damn near to an end for it yep. to be righted. New Japan Pro it was like, it's like, it's like press conference. Like God just said, I'm going to wash this world and Clean. get rid of everything. And we're going to start fresh. And WWE and wrestling said, you know what? That makes sense. So let's start with the new champions that run the industry, Santana Garrett, Marty Scroll. Sign me up. You got a press conference down here on Tuesday with New Japan, a possible return to action, planning events at the LA Dojo. Wasn't uh, it a couple months ago New Japan said they wouldn't be running any empty arena shows? So, no, what we, they said was they weren't going to run any empty arena shows during the pandemic when shit's closed down. They, they, the part of their when they came out a couple months, a couple weeks ago, and had the press release of their stages to returning, the empty um, arenas was on the roster, on the docket for them to come back and slow turn it back into um, business. But they weren't going to do it when everything around them was closed down. So that's the difference: is that things in Japan are starting to reopen. So it's opening up access to them to be able to have people in the arena. They weren't going to basically go rogue. And have wrestlers in the arena when they're more supposed to be. Gotcha. So they weren't essential over there. Like, Correct. Well, I mean, and the whole fucking there. country was on lockdown. Which Still? is this? But here's the thing: like Tanahashi's come out and said that he doesn't want to wrestle in an empty arena. Uh, which right? Because it's fucking Tanahashi. Come on, man! Like you're one of the biggest names in the in the in the product. Um, I mean, we went long enough without you already. We can go keep going without you. Think it'd be horrible at this point of your at your career to say no to wrestling, um, but no, I think there with Japan reopening, they're starting to see the old light at the end of the tunnel. And as of this week, Newsom said sporting events can return in California. No, no, uh, no attendance um, in sight. But that they can have a, a sporting event. So football, baseball, basketball, and wrestling can all return in California. Which, not everything's fully open. Re- like, wrestling isn't fully capable in New- in Japan yet. But it's going to be starting to happen soon. So, by LA opening up, then they can at least get some product out there before uh, things can start going live in Japan again. Uh, now, the, the only thing that I see the issue is, like, if... If Tessa Blanchard can't come from Mexico to wrestle, how are these people going to come from Japan to wrestle? That's maybe my she doesn't want to come. That's are the borders still closed? I mean, I, I I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't been watching news. Not, the last not that days. I know of. And coronavirus is taking a back seat to you know all the other stuff going on in the world with the racial equi- racial equality movement. Like there used to be a death meter on CNN. And now, like, they don't even give a shit. Like, they don't even talk about coronavirus anymore. Like, apparently it's over, and I didn't get the memo. So, I don't even know if the borders... If the borders... I would imagine they are, or else Tessa Blanchard would come back, right? That's what I would I would think so. But, like you said, 
Maybe she doesn't want to come back. We'll find out Tuesday. Uh, Hell, maybe somebody not- else is pregnant. Just saying. <laughs> wow. I'm just Naito saying. says he could, or Naito title defense outside New Japan if events don't begin soon. Um, did he say that, or you just yeah. speculate? No, he came out and said that. So there was an, an interview he had this week. Basically, he he referenced a lot of Moxley like having his title stripped from him for not being able to wrestle within ninety days, and I guess because like he was supposed to return to wrestle. His flight got canceled because of a typhoon, which then put him above the 90 days. So he, they stripped him of his title when he first won the North American Championship. And Naito, like, well, I'm not going to lose my titles. Like, that's not going to happen. He doesn't, and, you know, he referenced with the given situation, I don't think that New Japan would strip me of my titles for the fact that we can't actually wrestle. Uh, but he, he said, like, if it's going to come down to that and whether or not but he's got to August 8th, I think it is, or something like that. Uh, if we're not going to be wrestling by then, then I'm going to find somewhere to wrestle and defend at my titles so that I do not lose my titles. Like, I will not be stripped because of something outside of my my control. Um, so that's so there's a possibility that if the New Japan doesn't return, we could see Naito defend his title somewhere. And All right, so only- here's my question. How can they strip him of the title if they aren't running? Like, what is he supposed to do? Exactly. That's why he's saying he doesn't think it's going to happen. But if it comes down to it, then he will. Um, and if that's the case, I think that's awesome. I think that I don't. I don't. If, I don't care if he defends it in New Japan or not. I don't. I, if I see Naito defending his title somewhere, bring it. If he ends up in AEW for a one-off match for his championships, I'm down for that. Let him fight what Mox. Loses, what if he loses it to Sammy Guevara? Wouldn't that be cool? No. Spanish God, the only champion in the inner circle, and he can take he could do like the Rock was doing with Farouk back in the day and kick Jericho out. Oh my God. What if he came out with his little signs to Jericho? Oh, <laughs> It'd be like it'd, it'd be like the best friends. It'd be like Jericho and KO with the with the yes. the fucking. Uh, Why does this sign have my name on it? <laughs> oh um, man, it'd be great. I still love the fact that The Rock gave everybody a Rolex and he gave Farouk a picture of himself holding the Intercontinental title with no shirt on. <laughs> Farouk's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> I ain't hanging this shit up in my house. Where my Rolex at, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, that's fucking hilarious. Every, like, to, uh, I, I, I don't know if you if you listen to the episodes when he's on, but every time I hear like Mark Henry talking about like that that storyline and that timeline and everything that Dwayne did with them, like I just love hearing those stories between about, about all of them and the nation of domination. Those, those stories make me make me happy listening to. Well, here, here's a story about my daughter tying in with all this. You know the meme? It's like, my biggest fear as a dad is that my kids will grow up thinking that his name is Dwayne Johnson and not The Rock. Yeah. So me and my wife are watching Titan games the other day, and my daughter comes through the room, and she's like, he looks familiar. I was like, you know who that is. She goes, I think I do. I was like, yeah, it's The Rock. She goes, oh, I thought it was somebody else. He looks a lot like Dwayne Johnson. And I was just like... Go to your room. 
<laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He looks a lot like Dwayne Johnson. That's The Rock. She was dead serious, too. She said, he looks a lot like Dwayne Johnson. So, there's uh, your... That's about our Layla comment of the week. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. There's plenty to choose from, but this one tied in with wrestling. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Um, women's revolutions. This this thought was sparked through a poll that I watched or that I took place in, and it kind of gave me an idea. And who do you think was a bigger influence in the women's revolution? It was supposedly Trish and Lita. <clears throat> I took Lita out and put in Sable, and said, "Who do you think had more to do with?" And not necessarily the women's revolution, but just like women's wrestling in general. Because I think in the WWE, once the Lundra Blaze left and Bull Nakano and all them, like women's wrestling was shit. And then Sable came along and she kind of started out the same way Trish did. Like the eye candy, the sex symbol or whatever. And then started wrestling and eventually got really, well I shouldn't say really good, but she was serviceable as a wrestler. She was huge, like... Had she not left when she did, I think she probably would have been a bigger star than Trish was. So my question to you is, in their prime to start your women's division, you got to pick one of them. Who would you pick? Between Sable and Trish? Yes. Oh, now that's a different conversation than what we were having the other day. Um, In their prime... It's a complicated question because you got to think for Sable, you'd be better off if you were in the 90s, early 2000s. And Trish is more family friendly now, but in her prime, she wasn't. So no. I'd go with Sable. I yeah. think Sable. I feel like Sable's the route, especially like I think Sable's promos were better than Trish's promos oh, ever were. by a million percent. Uh, I think when you look at peak performance as far as wrestlers, I think at the end, Trish might have outdone Sable, but I feel Sable did it for a longer period of time. If that makes sense, Sable and, also and had she a was less best to work was, with too. I was about to say she and she was doing it with men also. Yeah, uh, and she was doing it with like women wrestlers. I mean, she was doing it with China and Jackie, and I mean, with the exception of um, Lita and the brief moments with Molly Holly and Ivory when she was wrestling and not being. You know, when when when, I, when Ivory was an actual wrestler, and then Mickey at the end, like everything else that Trish was doing, she wasn't having wrestling matches. You know, so I feel like she had more talent to work with, not necessarily to the extent of quality, but Sable didn't. And I think that if you wouldn't get a wrestling, a females division started now, I, yeah, I think if you look at the prime, he has to go Sable. So. What was the conversation we were having about it? Because I, I told we you. We were talking about the start of the, who was the start of the revolution or something right. like that. And then right. that's what I started talking about. Like, you can't really compare those two because in my eyes, there's been three women's evolutions. There was the 90s where you had Medusa, Alundra Blaze, and then we transitioned over to Sable and China and Jackie. And at the end of that was Lita. And, you know, I mean, when you get people forget, like, before Trish Strasser and that, Lita was there as a wrestler. She was a Her Mexican wrestler. Rios. Exactly. Like, she wasn't part of any of that. She got transitioned over into the Divas division. 
but she was a female wrestler. Like, she came over like a luchador. Like, that's how she came over to the WWE. Um, and she was doing wrestling with the, with the Hardys and then with Edge. Um, and then you have the second tier. And then you have the, the second time with Trish Stratus and Lita. And then you had Beth Phoenix and all those. But I, I don't hold them, like Lita and Trish, as the women's evolution. Because there was an entire Divas division afterwards that we had to have another evolution. Mm. So you can't say that they were the evolution because, guess what? It went back 30 years. And it became a Divas division that needed to be saved again. If they were the true evolution, then we never would have had to worry about the evolution of the Divas division. And so, like, and then we have the Four Horsewomen, which I don't give them credit for the evolution. I think they were the final stage of the last women's evolution because I think the evolution started with AJ and Paige, and we literally had like the wrestlers versus the divas. And I think that's a bit that 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 storyline and feud was the start of it. And then the second stage was those divas transitioning into wrestlers. Some you know, just like Nikki Bella, she went from being a diva to and a valet to being a a women's wrestler. And I think that Nikki Bella became a, a damn good wrestler for what she was. And then you got the final stage, which was the four horsewomen coming up, because when you look at that, then that's when the Diva Championship came to an end, and that was just the final end of it. So I think like when you look at that, the true like start of the women's evolution was with AJ and Paige, personally. I think they started it, but I think the the four horsewomen were the ignition behind it. Like, I don't think it would be where it is now if they wouldn't have come along. Mainly no. because AJ quit after Punk did and Paige got hurt. But even right. if those two would have stayed... I don't think they would be nearly as big as what the four horsewomen are. No, no. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they were the women's evolution. I'm right, saying right, the, right. the starting I'm point. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm agreeing with you. So, I, I, I love the point that they didn't start it. They just kind of, they picked it up and kept going. Uh, let's talk about Backlash. Let's go ahead and preview that. And then next week we can review our NXT picks if we remember what they are. Are you taking these picks down or are we just like doing it? I, I go back and listen to it and get them down. All right. So I got the card unless you got it. and you. Want I got two. As of right now, we only have five matches. I'm sure we'll probably get one or two more this next week. Uh, and we can just kind of hit on those next week. But like right now we have five matches. Um, three title matches and two singles matches. Uh, we have Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. In a singles match. I don't think there's been a match in a long time that I just have given less of a fuck about than this match. Like, I like Sheamus. Sheamus is really good on his little uh, YouTube workout channel. I don't know if you've ever watched that or not. Makes me feel really fat when I watch it, but... Uh, he's really funny on there. Like, Sheamus got a good personality. I kind of wish they would let it come out more instead of him just running around yelling fella all the fucking time. But I want to pick Sheamus, but I mean, Jeff Hardy's on his redemption tour or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised he's a fucking champion pretty soon. But fuck that. I want to pick Sheamus. I can see this going either way. Uh, I think because Sheamus is kind of on his return as well. So I think that's why it's kind of a a good matchup for the two of them. But I think, yeah, this is Jeff Hardy's redemption match. They're going to do whatever they can to keep Jeff Hardy in WWE. So how are they going to do that? Let's try to give him a run. And I think that's what the goal is here. 
So I, I have Jeff Hardy winning this one. Um, greatest wrestling match of all time. Troll job. Edge versus Randy Orton. Orton's and gonna so, win with a small package. You just talked about <laughs> You just talked about how like Jeff Hardy and Seamus you can give zero fucks about. I love Edge and Randy Orton. I think it's gonna be a great match. Um but all the promos and everything they've brought in to back this story and back these people fucking sucks. Like that's, it's ruining this match. Like it's making this match not tolerable. That's how bad these promos are. And these promos are by Hall of Famers. Um, you know, you got Rick, you got uh, Triple H, you got Shawn Michaels. It doesn't matter. Um, has Christian said anything yet? I think he's going to. I don't think he has yet. But it's like it's taken away from the actual match. And the fact that we haven't got Edge and Randy Orton in a ring or even face to face in forever. It's just like, oh, all right, let's just get it over with already. Uh, I have Randy Orton winning here. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically where I, where I sit with this match. I think Orton's going to win with, like, a roll-up or something, but I really want to see him, like, cheat. Like, Eddie Guerrero-style cheating, like, distracting a referee and hitting Edge with a chair repeatedly. And I want to see just... Randy Orton bring the punt back for this yeah. match. Yeah, he needs I mean, to we, he teased it. At WrestleMania, so give it to us now. If yeah. Seth Rollins could do the fucking curb, uh, curb stomp, we can get the punt. We need the punt. Just saying. I wouldn't be mad at him kicking fucking Edge in the face. <laughs> you know. Um, I got Two Orton on- winning. Okay. Two on one handicap match for the WWE Universal Championship: Strowman versus Miss and Morrison. You know when I said earlier that I couldn't give a fuck less about a match than Sheamus and. Jeff Hardy. I was wrong. I apologize to Seamus and Jeff Hardy because this shit is fucking trash. Like, Miz and Morrison, I'm sorry. It's not fucking 2008. Like, they're awful together now. I don't like them. I don't like Strowman. I never have liked Strowman. Him as a champion is just like, it makes my head hurt every time he walks out that fucking blue title. And now he's back to turning vans and fucking porta potties and shit over again. Like, that's what you do best. Why are you the champion? You can pick up shit that's really heavy. Congrats, buddy. You shouldn't be the world champion. And now you're in a two-on-one handicap match. I mean, this is no different than him and fucking Nicholas winning the tag titles against the bar. Like, that was a bigger travesty, if you ask me. I don't know. Fuck this match. I refuse to pick this match. I ain't picking shit to this match. (laughs) I I hate this match. Um, Look, I mean, this entire card is basically a card of, like, toss away. I'm not even going to lie. I remember when Backlash meant something. It was like the aftermath of WrestleMania. Rock versus Goldberg after Rock <sighs> retired Stone Cold. Rock versus Triple H after Mania 2000. After the McMahons winning, turned on him. And... Winning the title. You know, it, it always meant something. Like, it was, it was like... Triple it was H the and high... Batista after WrestleMania, what was that, 20? In the yeah. Hell in a Cell match that they did. It was the app. It was like the high, It was like the upper tier of the next level of pay per views. It was know? literally the rematches from WrestleMania, but yeah. it didn't feel like it back then. Like people weren't bitching. Like we just saw this at WrestleMania. Like the story kept going, and it got to backlash. And yeah, you're right. 
And now it's yeah. So I have Strowman winning in just because I don't see the Miz and Morrison. Go fucking Batista, The Rock, Goldberg, Stone Cold Steve Austin to fucking Braun Strowman. Yep, Braun fucking Strowman. I'm really upset and gonna turn over stuff. Like always screaming and shit, slobbering everywhere. Fucking coronavirus going on. Quit speaking so moistly, motherfucker. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Braun Strowman annoys the shit out of me. If you can't tell. <laughs> oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, that was your runker rant. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, so we got two title matches now. We have the Raw Women's Championship, Oscar versus Nia Jax. So here's the thing. I want Nia Jax to win, even though I'm a huge Oscar fan. And that's just because I want to see the internet like lose their shit. Like I really do. I want to yes, see fantastic. I want to see the internet just lose their shit and I'm going to be right there like replying to everybody, just like, like poking them. It's literally I can just picture like Michael Caine from The Dark Knight. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, I'm one of those people. And that's what's happening right I'm here. Photoshop my face onto that little Joker meme where he's riding in the taxi and shit. <laughs> and here we go. I hope Nia Jax is wrestling Oscar, and Oscar's winning, and Nia Jax just hits her with a haymaker, and like connects for real and knocks her out and pins her, and everybody's like, "She did it again!" Like, oh my god, I'm picking Oscar, but I hope Nia Jax wins. So I I think Oscar's gonna win, but I want I want Nia Jax to win the title. <laughs> I really do. I fucking like her promos have been so horrible that it's like horribly good. Fucking just give it to a <laughs> fucking dumpster fire champion right here. Make that shit happen. Literally, I love the fact that I she ended, plays up to I what everybody bitches about. Kyrie saying, and now I'm gonna end you, Oscar. Yep. Like ah. Uh, she could like hit her with a haymaker and then come out the next day and be like, Becky got up. How come you didn't get up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, go, Nia. It's good. Nia Jax is going to win it, and then she's going to be doing that, pro- that exact promo, and then we're going to see the return uh, of Ronda Rousey. You know the, <laughs> the first Ronda, thing I'm going to do? And Nia Jax is like, because you know, Nia Jax was saying, bring it on. I'll knock your ass out. And then Ronda's going to come out and be like, what'd you say, bitch? You knock me out. Time for the title to come home. First thing I'm going to do when they count down Oscar to lose the title is I'm going to get on Twitter and I'm going to search Talkamania and I'm going to hit the notifications button because <laughs> the saltiness coming from Dez, if that shit happens, is going to be so fantastic. If that, I, literally, their episode. When they go live after that, sh- after I'm staying up for that. When they, yeah. they go live after backlash, <laughs> and then when they go live Thursday night, and then they, when they record their release on Friday, oh, you know what? We are aren't we recording something with them Friday night? I don't think that's it's just next gonna Friday. that's just gonna the nineteenth. That's the, next week. That's not next week. It's like two so, weeks from now. Yeah, and then that's the that's the Friday after backlash. Okay. Oh, yeah. That'd so be fun. I feel like that shit's gonna get canceled because Edez is gonna be so buttered. Still, he's not gonna want to talk to anybody after three episodes with J Bomb. If if Nia Jax wins, I'm immediately t- 
texting J-Bomb and asking if I could be on the after show with him. Like, uh, I'll stay up late to do that. I'll go to work tired the next day just to see Dez's face after Nia are, Jax breaks her in half. We're back to regular Sunday schedules now, so I get to leave early on Sundays so I can actually watch the live events. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be there. Okay, can, can, I, can I jump on, guys? Can I jump on? Can I get that link? Hey, Ian, producer Ian, can I get that link real quick? A surprise run-in from Boot to the Face featuring Nia Jax. Oh, man, that'd be great. Oh, it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. I'm picking Bobby Lashley. I got Bobby Lashley, too. Like, I already said what's going to happen. Like, I honestly believe Bobby Lashley is going to win the title. Wow. And then he's going to face Brock Lesnar, which sucks because Drew McIntyre has done so well as a champion. And his entire reign is going to be without people around him. And he's probably never going to get this title again. And that's what sucks. Here's the thing. Um, I don't think Lesh is going to win the title this weekend coming up. But I do think he's going to be the one to take the title from Drew. I think it's going to be a program that goes like two or three months. Um, I think he will eventually take the title from him. I really think that they want Drew to keep the title, at least to get a couple weeks with fans in there so he can get his flowers. But I... I think Lash is going to take the title from him. I think they built him up good enough. They made him look like a badass. He's got MVP as his mouthpiece, which could help him cheat. The whole storyline thing with Lana. I think Lana's going to get involved and kind of make it a clusterfuck, and that's why he won't win it at Backlash, but I do think he's going to win. Eventually, he's going to take the title off of... I I want to see Lana fuck something up, and Lashley still get the win, and he looks over at Lana... And tells her, you know what? It's about time you go back to Impact or something like that. Why don't you this and you can't handle the impact of Bobby Lashley? How about you go back to Rusev? Oh wow, what a double entendre that is! That means more things than one. <laughs> exactly, that's why I wanted to say it. <laughs> um, so I think I, I, I'm I'm pick Lashley. I think he's going to win by like DQ or something like that, but he's not going to okay. win the title. But that I do think I eventually. I do think eventually he's going to be the one to take the title off McIntyre. I am here for it. Yeah, I, I need think to buy a T-shirt so I can get. Lash is definitely going to win. Get the win. I don't want Jack. I don't want McIntyre to lose the title. Um, but yeah, I think I think Lashley is winning. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is Backlash 2020, which is a lot different than Backlash 2000. Twenty years, man. That's just twenty years. And that's how different shit is. Like, that's what's ridiculous. Mm. Like, you know what? I feel like for now on, I want to recap, like, anniversaries of shit. And kind of just want to look at, like, what that shit was back then. Like, I'm going to go over this real quick. Backlash 2000. The covers, fucking Chris Jericho. Let's put it that way. With that little silver jacket on? Yes. Ponytail? Yes. We had Edge and Christian defend and beat Generation X, Road Dogg and X-Pac with Tori. We had Dean Malenko, the light heavyweight championship, beat Scotty Tuhati. Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan beat APA. Crash Holly defeats Hardcore Holly. The super Jeff heavyweight. Hardy, Matt Hardy, Perry Saturn, and Taz for the WWF Hardcore Championship. So this is before the 24-7 rule. Um, Big Show defeats Kurt Angle. TNA with Trish beat the Dudleys. 
Oh, that's where Eddie Guerrero with China defeats S.A. Rios with Lita. From oh, European man. Do you remember Eddie Guerrero in China? Dude, and Guerrero Mama was trying to war. Oh, oh, my God. Such a fa- oh, so awesome. Everybody wanted China back then. Mark Henry. Yep. Benoit beat Jericho for the IC championship. Oh, that's why I don't talk about Backlash 2000. Um, <laughs> the Rock with Austin beat Triple H with Vince and Stephanie for the WWE championship with Shane as the champion. Didn't Shane turn on them? Isn't that what happened? No. Shane and Triple H, Shane and Vince and everybody cheated trying to keep the belt on The Rock. And Austin came back early from his neck injury, out of shape. Like, his fucking equilibrium didn't look like it was right. Like, he kept kind of falling over as he was swinging the chair. But he came out to help The Rock. And when his music hit, like, that was one of the loudest things you would hear. Well, like, it, it, it's definitely up there, like, top five ever surprise. That Which was, was odd because it wasn't a surprise. Like, everybody right. knew he was there. That was also the last time we saw Austin that year. He had just come back, and we don't see him again until, like, that fall when he starts investigating who ran him over. And then we get the whole, I did it for the rock. I did it for the people. I did it for Samoa. You know, we get the whole Rikishi outing of that, uh, which led to a fantastic storyline there, um, which led to the six-man, or was it six-man or eight-man? Hell in a Cell. Eight man, right? Mm. Yeah, Armageddon. A lot of people. A lot yeah, of people. Was... Where they had that big ass fucking truck with cotton and hay Straw. bales and shit Straw. for, for, for Rikishi to fall off his That was so trash. Oh my god. And Kurt Angle won. Austin beat the shit out of Triple H that match on the car. Oh, I fucking love that match. Kurt it's Angle did win. Fucking yeah. it. Kurt Angle did win. Because he had the title eventually, and everybody was like, he was like, this is unfair, and I'm an Olympic gold medalist, and I have a one in eight chance of winning, but, and then he won. I think he might have pinned The Rock. I think he did. He won with the angle slam. I remember that. Yep. At least that'd be good to go back and watch. And then The Rock eventually beat him at No Way Out for a one-month title reign before he loses it to Austin, Austin. at WrestleMania 17. Yep. Ah, stuff is so. I can remember all of that shit, and I can't remember what happened on AEW Dynamite on fucking Wednesday between Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Not that that's bad on them, but just it's amazing how different how do you wrestling forget that was. Shit? The best, baddest man on the planet, man. It's yeah, it's just amazing how different wrestling, like how much it you remember shit like that from back then, as opposed to now. I guess because so much shit is just thrown at you, like you forget. I don't know, but stuff stuff just just so, so rapidly fired to you, like yeah, we had time for that shit to to go over and marinate sat there, yeah, exactly. And then, then you, you go to fucking more. blockbuster video and rent the fucking tape a month later after it comes out, so you could watch it again. <laughs> exactly, and you had it for like four or five days, and it's like, oh yeah. By the way, can we take this movie back? There's a, there's a fifteen dollar late fee attached to it, but can we take this movie back to Hollywood Video? Blockbuster video. That was my shit back. Then. I didn't have a blockbuster. But we had a Hollywood video. That was the closest one to us. We had it both. Like a, it was a thirty-five minute drive to go there. Can I tell you some illegal shit I used to do? I think statute oh, of limitations please. is gone. I mean, I get, the company no longer exists. It, it's all good. Yeah, because of people like me. So, like around ninety-five, ninety-six, I bought Madden football, and then I would take it and I would rent the new one and then put the old one back in the the cover and send it back. 
Is that not the most trashy fucking thing for somebody to do? You're worse than GameStop, man. (laughs) What an awful human being I was back then. So, since we're talking about (laughs) it, let's go ahead ahead and make ourselves look bad. I have a Madden game as well that I rented from Blockbuster because my disc was fucked up. And I put my scratch disc in that that disc. And sent that back shit back in, and I ended up having a brand new one. And then that blockbuster closed down like a month later. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Man, oh, man, oh, man. So, two peas in a pod, I guess. I guess We so. deserve to have a fucking podcast together. <laughs> Speaking of the podcast, are you a listener of Boots to the Face that enjoy our content? What we want to do is get some people together. Everybody's doing these Zoom chats and stuff like that for work and just for fun. Like, I did one Friday night, and they're a lot of fun. You just get together, you? hang out, and you? talk. I, I mean, I wasn't there nothing, but that's cool. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I didn't drink a lot that night, but I felt drunk, and I really don't remember a lot. Like, I had a real bad headache that night. After the third time the call ended, I said, yeah, yeah. time for me to go back to studying. Yeah, so the Zoom thing is fun, man. So we want to pick a date within the next three weeks I guess like a Friday or Saturday night whenever me and Marty both are free and we're going to set it up and we're going to invite any listener from the boot to the face to come just hang out with us have a couple drinks talk some wrestling talk some football talk whatever we want to talk about you know it's free we're not a Patreon thing like we don't do all that shit yet (laughs) so if you want let us know hit us up and we will add you to the list and let you know when it's going to happen. Which, you know, that should be fun. I can tell you right now, we're getting enough people where that shit's going to make the bubbly bunch look like fucking Nickelodeon. <laughs> the bubbly bunch. I'm going to see if I can get Sammy Guevara to come on. Fucking hate you right now. You get Sammy Guevara. I'm working on Santana gear then. Well, good luck with that one. We've been going at that one for like four years. It's going to happen eventually. She got to get released first. I don't think WWE will let her. I mean, it's NXT, so, I mean... Her checks are still signed by Vince McMahon. Ah, oh, fuck. Alright. Wouldn't it be cool to have a, I have a... I had a check from Vince McMahon, like, 20 years ago. I ordered a t-shirt or something like that online. Maybe it wasn't Vince. I think it was Ted Turner. I ordered a t-shirt online. You know, way back when you had to order, like, out of the back of a magazine, and you had to send in yeah. a check and all that shit. And by the time mine got to it, it was discontinued or out of stock, so they sent me a check back for the amount of can money we, that I sent. Can them. we talk about that for a moment? Like, how awesome was it back in the or like nineties and two thousands? Like, we had wrestling magazines. Oh, we had wrestling figures. We had wrestling. Oh, dude! Like, I had the SmackDown, oh, the WWE, the Raw, and WWE magazines. I was a subscriber to Wow, like. Oh, I had man, the wild, I love that Wild Magazine. That oh, Wild Magazine dude. was the best wrestling. Because right? the pictures and shit that were in it were way better than everybody else. Everyone. And it had everything. It literally talked. At that point, it was ECW, WWE, and, and WWF, and WCW. And then they would throw it in possibly. So like, I remember that's the first time that I ever saw John Cena. Because the end of one of the magazines and issues was like, future stars. Here's the prototype. And then fucking two years later, here comes John Cena. I was like, I know that motherfucker. I know that guy. Who's in the back of the WoW magazine? It's odd that you brought this up because yesterday I had to go to Publix, which is a grocery store out here in the southeast. And I worked there from the time I was 16 to the time I was like 20, I think. 
And on my breaks, I used to go to the magazine section and check out all of the new wrestling magazines. Like, that's what I would do. So yesterday I was at Publix and I made the turn down the magazine section. I actually, like, stopped because it kind of, like, hit me that, like, oh, shit, this is kind of. So I went to the set. There was not one fucking wrestling magazine there. And my heart broke. I saw you. So <laughs> that's what kind of brought it up because I, I was uh, I went to write it the other day to pick up some stuff. Uh and I was walking through. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out the magazine. I'm going to see what's in the magazine aisle. And, yeah, there wasn't a single fucking wrestling thing. I'm like, like there's all the different magazines there and not one wrestling magazine. Yeah, that's. But, yeah, that's, so like you, I said, if that's If you all see a wrestling magazine come out pretty soon, that shit was talked about here on Boot to the Face. Well, they still have them. I know at, at Walmart, like, PWI still comes out. And... Oh, yeah. I only say PWI when they do the rest of the year. Yeah. And then WWE doesn't do a magazine anymore, do they? I don't think so. I used to love the Raw magazine, yep. and I used to love WCW magazine. Those are my two favorites. And then when WoW came out, like I said, because WoW had the pictures, and they had those big-ass posters in yep, the middle of them. Exactly. And I know PWI and all that shit covered all the other wrestling companies at once, too, but they were all in black and white, and it's like little cheap paper. But WoW gave you these fucking glossy-ass photos and... Giant ask magazine, yeah. like the book, it was bigger than the it rest of them. Thick as hell. Yep. It was also expensive. It was what, like ten bucks back then. Yeah, but, I was like, it was like nine ninety nine or something like that. But I subscribed to that shit. Started getting it sent to my house because Wow was, man, I probably got some of those somewhere. I, I know I still have some put away. Like I have them in a box with like the Maxim magazines and the Wow magazine. Like, I I share oh. in the WWE. I have my I have my WWE my the first swimsuit edition. With Lita. I threw them all away the last time we when we bought a house last time. I threw a bunch of my wow, my my Maxim magazines away, but I do I did keep a few of them that were like, yeah, I've got to keep these ones. Wait, no, I didn't. I think I know where some are. I might oh, be posting shit. some pictures later. Oh snap! I might be posting some pictures later. Actually, I'll wait till this episode comes out, give people a chance to listen to it, and then I'll teenage, post the pictures. The stuff about Teenage Rucker. Here we go. My bedroom was, like, covered in Dallas Cowboys, New York Knicks, and then magazines of, like, Sting, Sable, Lita at one time. Lita was so, up there. That's why. So you're like, you know what? I got I got all this bullshit up here. I got to balance it out. So let me put the divas out here. Yeah, the fucking, what was it, Divas in Hedonism magazine or whatever. Yes. That shit was Yes, everywhere. the one with Lita on the cover. Yep, yep that yep. was the picture I had, too. I, I had the Raw magazine with China, the first time like, she looked like had, a woman. The day, uh, the Hedonism, they had, like, that was, like, the first time I can remember going online. Um, like, WWE, like, they had, like, the Hedonism, like, website for mm. that, that yep. show. WWEdivas.com. We should have like a segment where we just reminisce about old shit like the last 10 minutes of every show. I love it. Half the people listening probably won't get it. And those people are stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's not your fault you weren't born like, yet. I but remember. This is like such a good time in wrestling. 2000. I, I remember what like my week. Because like my, my brother and sister used to go to like a tutor. And afterwards, like while they were at tutor, like me and my mom would go to like the Kmart, like in the same shopping center. And my, my entire, my route was I'm going to go hit up the music section because, mm-hmm. you know, at that point it was like Eminem and Nally. That's what I was listening to. And then I'd walk down the aisle, look at my Jack specific uh, wrestlers figures and see which one I was going to buy that day. And then I'd walk over to the, re- the magazine aisle and I'd get my wrestling magazine. And that was my weekly, 
tradition. I would go and get a new CD. I'd get a figure, and I would get a uh, a magazine. How the fuck I had money to do all that? I don't know, but I definitely did it. Nine dollar figure, nine dollar CD, and a nine dollar fucking that's thirty bucks a week or two. Like I don't know, I don't remember getting an allowance as a kid, but I definitely had money to fucking buy that shit. You're selling drugs. It's fine. Uh, I didn't start getting all my shit until I started work, working at Publix, like we were talking about earlier. And once I did, like, like I said, we go to Blockbuster. The first thing I do is go to the Sports and Recreation Center to see if they had any new wrestling VHSs or DVDs out that I hadn't watched yet, because we had the black box where you could watch all the pay per views, but I couldn't record all of them because the box is in my parents' room. Sometimes I'd have to set it up or sometimes I'd have to take it out. For those of you listening that don't know, black box is like an illegal pay-per-view box that you get and you hit the little lever on the back and the lines will go from squiggly to not squiggly. So there's a lot of spice I, channel being watched back then too. Yeah. I, um, I remember I watched the Shawn Michaels razor Ramon ladder match and the Shamrock Rock match, yeah, like a million times because I yep. those like the two the two VHSs that was always at the the movie or the TV or the, or the movie rental place in my little town. That's like the only two they ever had, so that's the only ones I ever watched. My first Coliseum video was uh, Shy Town Heat, NWA Starcade, and then after that, the one I remember the most was it was like a. A top 10 weird matches in WWF Coliseum home video and like the Bret Hart Mr. Perfect ladder match was on there the one that happened before Shawn Michaels and Razor I think it was a ladder match I could be misremembering that but I do remember Bret Hart Mr. Perfect had a match and for some reason Bret Hart tore Mr. Perfect's fucking uh, wrestling gear off of him after the match and like kept it along with the Intercontinental title it's the weirdest fucking thing I remember if somebody's listening right now and you remember what I'm talking about let me know why that happened because I just remember him tearing off half of Perfect's, like, it was like a light blue colored Mr. Perfect gear. And Hart ripped it off of him and then, like, put it over his shoulder and held the Intercontinental title. Just fucking weird. But, yeah. Anyway, that concludes the reminiscent, reminiscent episode of Boot to the Face. Episode one. We're going to do this shit every week. I'm going to start <laughs> thinking about, like, during the week, like, shit that used to happen back then. But, yeah, the magazine section was, that's... That's weird that you brought that up because I shit you not. Just yesterday I was thinking about that. So you got anything you want to hit before we get out of here, Marty? Uh, no, I think that's it, man. I think I'm good. Um, no, out there, you know, one, we're a wrestling podcast. We listen to wrestling. We talk wrestling. Uh, support each other. Be kind to each other. Like, this is, I'm just going to say that. Like, dude, you never know. You never know when the last time you're going to see somebody is or talk to somebody. Um, be kind. Just reach out to people, especially in this time right now. Um, everyone needs somebody, and there's nothing nothing wrong. It doesn't take much or cost anything to be that somebody. Uh, and that's, and that's all i got to say. If you're listening, we appreciate it. Hopefully we will catch you next week for episode 91. But this is episode 90. Boot to the face. I'm Chris Rucker for Mario Vasquez. Peace. Later.
Tá, tá.